0: Just a friendly reminder, check out the show notes to check out our sponsors. OriginUSA.com, code SAVAGE at checkout, save 10% off your order. RisingSun207.com, check out use code SAVAGE, save 10% off your order. It's pretty awesome. And now, to the podcast. hello and welcome to savage and more yep back at it again i know i promised like a sunday drop i don't know what happened uh typically i try to record like the day before to get it out um nothing special about my saturday to kind of derail me just uh, i guess i wasn't up for it or in the mood but anyway let's get to this week's topic So, it's something that I have found savage since I was a child. Um, Some of you may think I'm a nerd, dork, pop culture person, whatever. Um, But I have no shame in this because it is savage and it's important to me. And it helped me get through a lot of stuff. So, we're going to talk about Batman. (laughs) Like most people out there in my particular age group, over 40, uh, a lot of us were exposed to Batman by the 1990s, not 90s, 1966 version of Batman played by Adam West. Now, growing up as a kid, it would always be on every afternoon after school when I got home. So I've seen all of them, every single episode. Um, and it would be something that, you know, I get home, turn on the TV and that's what I was watching. That's, that's what I wanted to watch after school. Um, and from that got into the character, um, uh, found out in the comic books, he's way cooler than he is on the, on the 66 show. Um, checking out books from the library that they had there, you know, just consuming everything I could about Batman. Um, it was a form of escapism, I guess, when, when I was a kid. Um, helped me get out mentally of the situation that I was in. Um, gave me hope. You know, that's, that's the biggest thing with Batman. He gave me hope. Because at the end of the day, you take away Bruce Wayne's money, wealth, like all that stuff, and he, he can't can't afford all the wonderful things that Batman has. But he's still Batman. You know, Iron Man, you take away his suit, he's done. He's just Tony Stark. He he can't do anything, you know. But Batman can. Um, you know, he's known as the world's greatest detective, so just, you know, super smart. Um, sheer force of will. Like his willpower to get through any situation, When even superheroes with superpowers give up, that's him. And then his ability as a tactician slash fighter. Any of us could pee all those things. Now, the billions of dollars definitely does help out, you know, as far as, you know, bulletproof stuff and vehicles and toys and batarangs and, you know, all that stuff makes it easier for him. But at the end of the day, I always thought, like, without all that stuff, Bruce Wayne is still Batman. And because of that, like, it gave me hope that as I grew up, things would get better. Because I could use my intelligence. I could use my drive. I could use my willpower. And that was pretty awesome to learn that at uh, such a young age. <laughs> and then something cool happened. 1989 the Tim Burton Batman movie came out. Oh, I was so excited. (laughs) I I do remember going to the movie theater to see it. Um, What I loved about it was Michael Keaton was Bruce Wayne slash Batman. Which initially I was like, even as a kid, I was like, this is absolutely ridiculous. You know, I was 11 year old kid. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. You know, this was Beetlejuice. This was Mr. Mom. But then I saw the movie and I was like, wow, this is really good. Um, It had me like suspend my criticism of Michael Keaton being Batman. And it was great. Like I went all in, all in. I had to have everything Batman as an 11 year old. Um, my grandmother for my 11th birthday actually got me a fossil Batman watch, which I still have. Um, and I actually pretty recently found two on eBay for my sons. So like when they, you know, graduate or a big life event or something, I'm going to gift it to them so that we, we have that connection. Um, but yeah. So for the, for, for that <laughs> time period, everything was about batman everything <laughs> and i'm sure it annoyed my you know my friends my family but you know when you when you can escape into something to get away from the situation you're in sometimes it becomes all consuming and for me i i needed that that escape into that character and then what came after Michael Keaton's Batman? Oh, good Lord. Such a shit show. You had Val Kilmer and George Clooney. Was there anybody else? No, those were the two. It just, it wasn't dark. It was, it was, I don't know, like campy, but not campy like the 66 Batman. And especially the George Clooney version of Batman with putting nipples on the Batsuit you know, that's, that's absolutely ridiculous. Like that was not my Batman at all. And when, when that happened, I was done with Batman. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Like I'm out. (laughs) Um, because they ruined the character for me. Now, also during that time though, um, Batman, the animated series hit. And again, if you're in my age group, you're going to remember this. It was on Fox, uh, kids every, every afternoon after school. And the voice actor that played Batman, Bruce Wayne slash Batman was Kevin Conroy. And that was kind of like my one little saving grace, like beam of light during all that. Like I was completely turned off to Batman, but I could watch that cartoon and enjoy it. But I wasn't escaping um, anymore, you know, into Batman. Because at that point, here I am, you know, 14 you know, high school's happening, all those things. So, so distractions came up. (laughs) Um, so I kind of put Batman on the back burner. Um, and then, you know, just kind of not into pop culture, not into anything, just being an adult and working. That was kind of my life. Um, yeah, nothing special. Um, so, but then the incredible trilogy happened. Um, the Chris Nolan Dark Knight trilogy with Christian Bale as Batman. Now yes, it, it is very true uh, that voice that he put on that that was just ridiculous and I get it Batman would have to have a different voice than Bruce Wayne but that raspy like cigarette smoker thing that Christian Bale came up with. It was ridiculous. Like it, it just it just did not work. But aside from that, pretty, pretty spectacular trio of movies. And I mean, the Dark Knight was the the best out of the three. Um kind of like an Empire Strikes Back because it ends on a bummer. <laughs> and Heath Ledger's Joker, um, I really didn't think. That I could I could enjoy the Joker, and that was the first time I actually enjoyed the Joker, and it kind of rekindled, resparked like my my interest in Batman. Um, but it wasn't all consuming like when I was a kid, um, or all consuming like it is now, which you'll shortly find out about. Um, but it was really enjoyable. To have this version of Batman, where besides the voice, like it made sense to me, it was the most realistic. It was great, um, and and still, you know, many many years later, it's still a, a good escape for me. Like if it's a, a slow afternoon, I got nothing going on, I'm probably gonna watch one of those three movies. Um, I did do, you know, recently, like three days in a row: Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, and then The Dark Knight Rises. Uh, it's just spectacular it's, it's great for me it's a great way to relax it's a great way to escape then something happened with Batman after the trilogy Ben Affleck got the part and I just I, I couldn't like I was like I can't get it you know reindeer games like Ben Affleck Like, what are they thinking? (laughs) But at the end of the day, it turns out he is my favorite Batman. Um, You know, he he took the role seriously as far as getting the physicality down of what Batman to me should look like. You know, he's going to be a massive statue. And Christian Bale didn't have the height. And he didn't, I mean, he had a decent build, but more like a gymnast. Whereas I, I really felt like Ben Affleck kind of got the closest to the comic book character that we've ever seen on, on film. And then his version of Bruce Wayne, I loved because you could tell Bruce Wayne was the mask and Batman was, was the, the true person, you know? If any of you are into ego and self, Bruce Wayne was the ego, Batman was self. it was awesome. I loved it. Um, I wish the Ben Affleck movie would have happened. I I could go for another Ben Affleck version of Batman, but it's unfortunate. It's not going to happen. Oh, and his voice. He, that movie did it right. He had an electronic device to disguise his voice. He didn't have to do the raspy cigarette smoker thing. And I love that too. I'm like, okay it wasn't the most realistic version like christian bale's was um but yeah well <laughs> i always kind of leave this out um that version of batman was definitely killing people uh that's not batman like that's his that's his one line he'll never cross so that that was the one thing that bothered me in in um batman versus superman was that version of Batman would kill people but otherwise still still my favorite Batman So let's talk about how it's become I, I guess you would have to say an obsession you know so I record in my my office in my house and if you were to be in my office right now and look around um all four walls have something Batman. On them, you know, I, I have quite a few um custom uh, pieces of art that were done by um artists when I was living in New Jersey. Um, you know, I have a cool old school poster from the 1940s, uh, when they used to have the, the super old serial movies of Batman. I have a stamp collection of Batman that I purchased. Uh, I have a reminder to myself every day on the wall that Batman has, has been quoted saying, you know, everything's impossible until somebody does it. Batman. Um, and I do look at that every day and that's probably a reason why I don't believe that nothing is impossible. Um, there, there's, there's definitely where there's a will, there's a way. Um, and even on my, my desk, um, I have this cool 3D printed head of Batman that I put my headphones on when I'm not recording. Um, and then directly behind me is a shit ton of Batman Funko Pops. And that's not even like half of them. You would have to go up into to my uh, storage area upstairs. I have just plastic containers of Funko Pops of Batman. Because uh, at one point I was like, I need to get every single one, <laughs> and then I have um, a couple of curio cabinets. Um, the The one that's white is completely loaded with Batman. Every shelf, different statues, different versions. Just, it's awesome. <laughs> so that's what happens when you become an adult that has money and means you indulge your 11-year-old self and that's what i did and i i went overboard for sure um but i'm not mad at myself <laughs> <laughs> and and what uh my two favorite pieces of artwork um so a, lo- a-, a long a well, not long ago i guess 7 2017 2018 um my favorite comic book store in new jersey and it's probably my favorite comic book store in the country zap comics would have local comic book artists to come in and do like sketch days. So, um this badass artist uh Idan. Uh, he's from Israel and I believe he's back in Israel. I asked him, I gave him I gave him a picture. I was like, "Could you could you do this picture but instead of the baby, Batman's holding my daughter?" And he was like, "Yep, give me a picture, we'll do it." Um and what was so cool about it was I was the model for Batman. Like he needed me to, to model holding my daughter so that he could do the drawing. And then, um, Idan just being the great guy that he was, he knew about my son's, uh, health issues growing up and his struggles and stuff. So he made the same exact thing, except with my son, uh, as a Christmas present to my son, which was, which was awesome. Um, and those, those are mounted, framed, everything, um, you know, they're always going to be on display. Um, you know, it's, it's great to, to see my children young with Batman protecting them. And the fact that I was the model for that, just, just crazy. So that's my office. Now, if you followed my old Instagram, Savage and More, which will shut down tomorrow, March 15th, um, you would have noticed the gigantic tattoo that I got on my right calf. Uh, Batman. Uh took took eight hours to do the tattoo. Uh, extremely painful. Turns out your rib cage or your calf like are two super sensitive areas to get tattoos, but I got through it and it came out amazing. Um so, yeah, Batman's tattooed on me. Like, I guess you could say I have, like, an obsession. I do. Um, but Batman served me well as a role model, you know, with the, with the physical and mental abuse that I received from my birth mother. Like, Batman was my inspiration to, to get through it, like, the, the will to get through it that I control what's going on, Not not anybody else. Um, and I think that's why today I'm still such a, a Batman fan. Um, and I get made fun of for it, which is fine. You know, I'm a 43 year old man that, uh, you walk into his office and it's plastered with Batman everywhere, but meant the world to me really did. Um, and if I could recommend a couple of like books, if you if you want to kind of figure out Batman more and like why I'm so in- interested, uh, there's two really good books that I really enjoy. Um, it's a uh, philosophy of Batman or Batman philosophy book. It's a philosophy book that explains how Batman Bruce Wayne works through the philosophical lens. And then the psychiatry of Batman. Um, that's another one. Um, you, now you're looking at, you know, the psychiatry, like the, the mind behind Batman and also like his, his arch enemies and, you know, people that worked with him and stuff. It really breaks down the psychology of everybody. Um, and I think reading those two books when I did also <laughs> kind of push my love for Batman. Um, yeah, it's, it's insane. Yeah. <laughs> And I look at, like, the money I've spent on, like, the Funko Pops or, you know, the uh, the 1984 Superpowers Kenner's toys that I didn't get as a kid. So, you know, I bought them now. Um, money could have been used better elsewhere. <laughs> but when you're obsessed with something you kind of don't think about that until after the fact. And that, that's always been my, my problem. I don't think about it until after I'm done buying it. Um, I will say I've, I've slowed down a lot since moving back to Maine. Um, you know, having a house and you know, all the things it's like, okay, there's, there's other things that are more important. Uh, you know, especially the kids, like everything that they need. Um, so definitely slowed down a lot. I, I do find now more and more people are giving me gifts related to Batman or, you know, something, um, which I do treasure because they take the time to think about getting me that gift, which is pretty awesome. Actually, the owner of Rising Seven, uh, <laughs> RisingSun207.com, code savage to save 10%, uh, my friend Jamie, for my birthday, gave me a child's plate and cup set, you know, those plastic ones. Um, I use the plate all the time because it's it's bigger than the average kid's plate. Uh, the bowl's great for whatever food. And then there's this like little snack bowl. Probably my my like go-to dish set right now. <laughs> so thank you, Jamie, for that. You know, it's it's pretty awesome. So yeah, this week, all about Batman and how savage Batman is to me. I hope I didn't bore you with it. I just I just wanted to put it out there. Like, talk about it. You know? It's, it's something that's important to me, and, and I feel like sometimes you, you kind of suppress it because you don't want to feel like people are going to make fun of your stuff. I have no desire to suppress it. So if you're going to reach out and give me shit for liking Batman at 43 years old, I'm going to respond, go fuck yourself. <laughs> it's something I enjoy. And it doesn't hurt anybody around me. And that's what it's all about. So I want to thank you for listening to Savage and More. And stay tuned. Because Friday morning, I have grievances. We'll be back. All right, stay safe.